Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Capital Adulting Podcast. My name is Grant Gardner, and I will be your host. As always, I'm really excited to bring you the final episode here of 2020, the year of the coronavirus, COVID-19, shutdowns, the whole world going to a standstill. I think a lot of folks have looked to the end of 2020 and the beginning of, of 2021 with a lot of hope and, and optimism um, with, you know, plans of, you know, as vaccines are rolling out, hopefully we're we're looking back um, or we're looking like we're getting back to normal here in the very near future. But, you know, before we kind of put a bow, of, you know, a bow on the present or the uh the box of coal, I guess you could say, that 2020 has been. I think it's really important to take some time to to stop and reflect on, you know, not you know, not only just the overarching events that have occurred throughout the year, but the the impact, you know, to us as individuals, perhaps to your family, to those immediately around you, um, and kind of take 2020 in stride at a more granular level here. Just kind of dissect it a bit, understand, you know, the implications, um, take, you know, what were the pieces that went right in the year, where, you know, where did we go wrong, what kind of learning lessons are we able to pull from just the craziness of the year, and how can we leverage those into, you know, making 2021 better. So really just wanted to take this episode to, like I said, dissect some of the, some of the events that have transpired, what are the, what's been the impact at the individual level, and pose a series of questions, primarily to to prompt some self-reflection. Maybe you know I'd recommend having a notepad, have your phone available um, as we're going along here. Feel free to pause it at any time, take some notes, you know, write, jot down what you're thinking. Um, you know, I would hope that this would be more of an interactive episode here. Like I said, with with it being of the more of a more reflective nature. Um, it's less me kind of talking through concepts, more kind of walking through how you know I'm approaching 2021, how I'm reflecting on 2020, and what kind of items that I can I can pull from this year and bring into next year. Um, you know, along those lines, looking at okay, what kind of actions did I take this year? What sort of habits did I develop? Did I continue? Did I break bad habits? Did I break good habits? You know, there's you can do both. Um, and overall, how can I, of course, leverage those learnings into catalyst to give myself another leg up in 2021? Because, you know, as much as we could, we could sit around and talk about the past, you know, as long as you'd like, but at the end of the day, it's how can we take what's occurred so far and use that, translate that into action moving forward to, to improve our lives. So that's the focus today. Let's, you know. Hopefully this will spawn some self-reflection, like I said, and you'll be able to to build on that. Pull some items, pull some nuggets that you otherwise might not have thought of, and and bring those into 2021 with with a new a new kind of energy, with some vigor, um, and make hopefully this next year much much better than the current year has been. But um, yeah, I think it's important to start off by just reflecting purely at the events that that have occurred throughout the year. I was just thinking before I got started here, you know, this is being recorded December 28th, 2020. A year ago, you know, I think this was about the time where, you know, reports started coming out of China about an unknown virus that was circulating through Wuhan. And, you know, we were all, we were very, very insulated from from the the effects of COVID-19 at that point, right? I don't even know if they had named it COVID-19 at that at that juncture, but 
that was where it's still contained in China. It hadn't, I think at this point it hadn't even gotten, you know, it started in South Korea, Italy before kind of spreading across the globe. And what a world, like what a different world. I mean, if you would plan for the 20 most realistic contingencies or realistic, you know, um, worst case or bad case scenarios that would come up, I don't think COVID would have been in the top 20, right? And so the hallmark of this past year has to be just the unpredictable nature of our lives and the world that we live in, right? Even the best laid plans won't survive every possible outcome, situation, scenario, you know, a myriad of things can occur. And I think even if your life remained somewhat stable throughout the last year, it it definitely dramatically changed in a lot of ways, right? I mean, even if your work, your you know, your where you live, your livelihood, items like that, if those didn't have any impact, you still had to, you know, now you have to wear a mask to go to the grocery store, you know. There were no sports for a time. You can't go attend a sports game. You can't hang out with a lot of, you know, a lot of people outside kind of like your immediate bubble there. And that's that's it's it's a crazy difference, right? But again, you know, we can't we can't sit back passively and say, well, you know, life kind of dealt us a bad hand there. We need to, you know, we just have to, you know, like, ah, oh, this sucks, you know, poor me. It's okay, well, in these dynamic and uncertain times, how can we how can we move forward effectively? Right. So, you know, obvious examples of unpredictability this year, pandemic was a huge one. One that uh, amazingly kind of takes, you know, second place, which any other year would be obviously the dominant storyline and still was very, very, you know, kind of in front of us. But there was also an election year, which brings with it, you know, with a transfer of power, there's a lot of a lot of things that change with that too, right? Different policies, different objectives, different people in different positions. Like that's that's a lot of turnover in just in in a normal election cycle, let alone in the midst of a pandemic. But um, just you know, figuring out how we're how we're navigating through that. You know, if you looked at the stock market's unpredictability this year, you know, at one point as it as it really bottomed out in kind of the mid late March area. You know the markets were down over thirty percent, and now if you look from January one to now, and you know, S and P's up almost fifteen percent. I mean, what a comeback! I think that's that's what about it's an over fifty percent rebound from its lowest point. So that's kind of like the global events that have occurred, but there's also been massive change. You know, just at the individual level, right? And it may have been positive or negative or a combination of both. I think this year probably lends more to that last option there of there were some hopefully some positive items and there's certainly some negative components to it. So, you know, we had saw millions of people that were unemployed, lots of small businesses that um, unfortunately are have gone under at this point. Of course, you know, this um, this is coming a couple days after, I guess one day as the time of recording after the um, latest round of COVID relief is signed into law, but you know, there's been, there's more stimulus coming, but there's a lot of folks that, you know, needed it a, a while back, or they need it now desperately to stay afloat. Or on the flip side, there's other people that have thrived. Um, you know, there are people that were able to get new jobs and advance their career. There were companies that blew up. Like if you think about, take Zoom, for instance, talk about a company that was built to dominate a pandemic where everybody's working from home, right? So like, you know, you might have been, if you're working for Zoom, crushing it. 
if you're you know working for somebody who operates shopping malls uh probably not doing so well right so that's one thing to, to pay attention to kind of those divergent paths there of you know some some people are are doing okay and other people are are really struggling to get along but regardless of what position you know 2020 puts you in or kind of your actions of the year led you to there you know it's worth stepping back reflecting on it and trying to understand again like what went right what went wrong and what can we pull from this year to capitalize on going forward so you know as we look to what we did right you know i think it's two two main components um in my eyes here one is well, overarching you know this is going to vary by individual right everybody had a different year different different outcomes different different kind of smaller events within those large global events occur that drastically changed your life right so it's important to to keep in mind your individual circumstances but i think the second part is it's also mindset right because i you know i know people who have you know have lost jobs and with their with their mindset they turn that into one of the best things that's happened for them right that was the catalyst to to take advantage of the time they had, make a career change, learn a new skill, leverage that skill into a new position. Or there's people that I know that are, you know, I think of, uh, you know, people that are kind of more in the tech space who have, you know, been relatively secure, or like I said, maybe they've actually had a great year because of the pandemic. And they look at it, you know, as kind of a lost year, right? So mindset is so important here that no matter what the circumstances are around you, don't ever give yourself the option of saying, you know, I just really got dealt a bad hand. I'm just going to kind of sit on my hands until like hopefully things like shake out for me in the end, right? That's not that's not going to get you anywhere. And that's that's really kind of one of the points I want to hit home here is is take ownership of of where you're at now and reflect on it and think about what can I do pushing forward so that I can I can actually dictate outcomes and improve my standing. So, you know, with those two pieces in mind, understanding your individual circumstances as well as controlling your mindset and perspective, I think it's important to ask yourself like, would you can did you thrive in 2020 or were you just trying to survive? And by survive, I mean, you know, lost your job, maybe living off unemployment benefits and just really trying to keep afloat. And you know, that is that is reality for a lot of folks out there. And if, if that's the case, like, you know, this was a unique, an extraordinary, unique event, right? And the pandemics don't happen like this all the time. The economy doesn't get shut down completely all the time. It's not the end of the world. Now is the point where, again, like kind of taken where you're at and, and move forward. So if you felt like you thrived in 2020, you kept your job, you got promoted, you maybe you got a new position, you're doing better, you know, financially, you're making more money how did you how did you manage that did you uh did you accept it and you were you know like okay well now that you know now i'm making more money let me you know go out and and buy a car or you know kind of falling victim to the classic income creep mentality which for those who don't know that's typically where you know income creep is where like as your income increases so do your expenses right and so maybe you know, in, in, in life, expenses increase, you know, for different things that are going on, of course, right? But it's more like, did you increase your kind of discretionary, your flexible spending to 
basically offset your gains in income? Or did you manage it well? Did you say see the you know the events that were going on around you and say, hey, you know, like this is a great time. Let's really you know fund that, have that emergency fund, good to go. Make sure my savings are good, pay, paying down debt, ensuring that you have a strong financial position. Were you were you aligning with your kind of financial priorities like we talked about in prior episodes? Were you sticking to your plan and ensuring that you were in a better position? Um, and that's really, I think, the kind of the key marker is, is if you had a good 2020, are you in a better position today, you know, at the end of the year or perhaps the beginning of 2021, whenever you're listening to this, or are you in the same or worse position? Because if you're in that, if you had a, had a good year and end up in that latter option where you're the same or worse than you were, then this, this is a great time to do some hard reflection, really understand what um, what's going on and realign yourself around your financial priorities and make sure you're, you're staying in line with, with what, what you need to be doing to ensure you're in a good position moving forward. But if you were just trying to survive for the year, did you take advantage of the, the unique benefits that were available to you? So, you know, had different relief bills passed back in you know March and April, a whole battery of government programs. Were you able to take advantage of you know expanded unemployment benefits, um, any kind of uh, severance packages from employers? Um, did you um, did you find kind of like leverage some resources? Like I saw a bunch of things on you know like LinkedIn of where it was kind of like networking chains going on to help people find new jobs, learn new skills, like discounted educational materials, things like that. Were you were you able to take advantage of those uh, to improve yourself, even though you know you were just trying to keep your head above water there? But also, what emergency measures did you have to take to stay afloat? And so by that, I mean, did you start paying your rent or mortgage? Um, actually, not sure if you can pay a mortgage on a credit card, but um, did you pay your? Did you start moving your rent to a credit card because you didn't have the cash to pay for it, or? You know things like that, where maybe you're taking on new debt. Where, like I said, if you're trying to stay afloat, and your options are, hey, I have to take credit card debt on to keep a roof over my head, or I'm going to be homeless. Well, then the the outcome's pretty clear cut there, right? You have to do what you have to do to provide and ensure that you have a secure, um, you know, you have the necessity secured. But as you reflect on kind of those emergency measures, um, you know it's important to be cognizant of the impact of those moving forward and to plan accordingly, right? So if, you know, if you had plans to make a big purchase, but you had to take on a bunch more debt to, to, you know, just keep your head above water through this year, well, you know, it's probably prudent to reevaluate, say, do I need to take on this big expense or is it wiser to redeploy that money, you know, redirect that money to, one of the you know to paying down my my debt especially if it's on on a credit card there but um it's emergency measures are fine it's just those things cannot become you know they don't become routine right if you have to do emergency spending then when when you're out of the emergency you want to make sure that you're not continuing kind of those habits and it's important to to track your to track those so you don't fall victim to that um the last piece here if you were just trying to survive, how proactive were you in seeking out kind of new opportunities or like the benefits I was talking about? This goes back to what I was touching on with mindset, right? Are you are you the type who, when when things go sideways, when things are going downhill, do you step back 
and say like, okay, you know, life, um, life just didn't, I just had an unlucky streak here. And now like, I, it's just, I'm, I'm helpless. It's out of my control and I'm just out of luck. Right. Or did you just say, Hey, you know what? Yeah, this sucks. This isn't great, but now this is, uh, this is open up, you know, an opportunity some, somewhere or trying to be opportunistic, right? Like if you were laid off from a job, was it was it more of throwing a pity party or was it saying like, hey, now I got a whole bunch of time to to learn new things or um, maybe, you know, maybe I hated my job anyways and I wanted to make a career change and now this is forcing me to do it, right? So controlling that mindset is another is another key piece of uh, again just catapulting yourself forward and ensuring that you're in a good spot so as you're evaluating like what you did right it's always good to give yourself you know a pat on the back that you know you did you did things right perhaps you were you were proactive you did the right things you ensured you had the emergency funds available to to tide you over and maybe if you had a great year you were you were using your 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 income your your financial position you were strengthening that and and putting it in, into the right places um it's always good to pat yourself on the back for that you know cheer on the you know celebrate small victories small and big victories but at the same time don't gloss over the the valleys of the year like any potential mistakes that were made right and i think one of the biggest events to look at to kind of gauge how you react to uncertainty, to the volatility, is is your course of action over March and April, right? How did you handle that massive uncertainty there? Because that was really about the time where the pandemic started hitting the wall, right? Stock market crashed. Um, things were, you know, COVID was spiraling, it was circulating the community, sports got shut down. A lot of major events occurred in March and April. So, when you step back and, and critically evaluate yourself in that time period, what was your mentality? Was there, was it just pure panic? Like, holy cow, the world is ending. I just got to shut down, kind of crawl into a corner and, and not come out until 2025. Or like I just mentioned a minute or two ago, did you see opportunity? Were you, were you thinking, okay, you know, this, this isn't what I planned. You know, I'm getting, I got punched in the mouth here a bit, but I'm still standing, still able to to control what you know, control my life, to you know, in certain ways to push forward, to find new avenues, to succeed. That's a good, that is a good litmus test personally, right? You know, it's it, it, there's not necessarily anything wrong with either option, right? It's totally understandable to be nervous and and panic when when things go awry. But it's also important to to step back and try to detach yourself from that moment and that emotion to be able to clearly plan and chart a path forward, right? Um, it's also just good to know your natural tendencies. So if you know you're more likely to panic, well, then it's good to you know, preemptively fight against that to prevent you from going down a down or down a downward spiral into a position where you're truly just handicapped. Um, but as important as your mentality is, um, so are your actions, right? Your mentality is going to drive your action. And of course, you know, you typically want to default to taking action rather than being passive. But you know, again, another piece to look at where um, 
throughout the year here, but primarily there in March and April, you know, if you're panicked or seeing opportunity, were you were you passive about it or or aggressive? Like, did you go out and, and take action or did you did you kind of step back and say, ah, I just need to wait for things to settle, right? Because because candidly, here's here's what I here's how I looked at, you know, particularly March and April. So I was definitely I would say I was definitely nervous, right? I think anybody who said that as the world was being upended around that time, if anyone says they weren't nervous or weren't concerned, I think they're lying to you or themselves or both, right? I think with that much change occurring, it's it's totally natural for for there to be some nerves, some worry there, you know, just a lot of uncertainty. No one really likes uncertainty. But when I saw, primarily I saw opportunity, right? I saw the stock market crashing and, you know, I thought, hey, this is a good opportunity to, to get in, right? Market went from all time highs, took a pretty big dive, um, maybe a good opportunity to get in. So I was seeing the opportunistic side of things, but problem was my action didn't back it up right i was pretty passive i looked at and and i let kind of the fear side of me win there where i said you know like okay yeah i know i know the market's down 30 percent, but if i jump in now and it goes down another 20 percent, like that's that's a beating like i need to wait till you know wait till that 20 percent drop occurs and what ended up happening was i sat there on the sidelines and I watched it bottom out, recover, and then shoot all the way back up. And I missed a prime opportunity to 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 win, to really strengthen my financial position. And and that's frustrating. That's clearly a mistake I made. I saw the opportunity and I was too passive to do anything about it. I let I let the opportunity slip. So, so you can fall into either bucket there. And that's the kind of reflection I think is important there, right? So now I know, of course, you know, there's going to be other market corrections and crashes in the future and there's gonna be other crazy events that go on and i already know my default is to be opportunistic opportunistic above the worry but at the same time i need my action to back that up i need to have that courage and be fearless to actually take action and and get out there and and do the things that you know take advantage of the opportunities that i'm seeing because otherwise what good is it to sit on the sidelines and say wow like that's a great opportunity. Like that's, you know, that's like if you, that's like saying, okay, here's this lottery ticket. I know it's the winner. I know it's worth, you know, whatever, millions of dollars, but I don't want to go up to the counter and buy it. You know, I'm just, I'm just nervous. What if the cashier doesn't like me, right? Or what if, you know, what if someone robs me while I'm walking up there? Um, it's, you know, there's always going to be, there can always be negative things that occur, but it's, I think it's, that's the reflection like that, that I've seen, at least that's the items that I'm pulling from this year. And I just encourage you to kind of spend some time there. But, you know, even though you have the right mentality and, you know, you're taking action that's appropriate with your personality and your, your, um, just your perspective there, the approach is as important too, right? So as you're taking action, are, is, are these, are these actions thought out or did you more kind of wing it, right? Because that's, I kind of tip the scales back a little bit too far the other way where, you know, we get into June, July, August. And I was like, man, like I really missed the opportunity. So I need to make up for it here. And so I got overly aggressive and I was like, well, you know, things are going to be solid. Like, you know, I'm going to do this, this, and this, you know, on kind of on a very, uh, not a very well thought out approach. And, you know, that came to haunt me. I think I talked in the last episode about, 
you know, um, just I kind of relate back to the stock market in a lot of ways. But you know, I had racked up pretty solid gains, and then of course over over you know July, August, September, I basically gave them all back. Went ended up back at zero, and that was because I just kept winging things. So regardless of your approach, like there are times to there are times to be opportunistic, and there's times to be a bit more conservative, right? You know. It, whether you're passive or aggressive, make sure your actions are well thought out. It's a solid plan that you you have conviction in. All right, you have to you have to have confidence in what you're electing to do. You don't want to do an action you know out of fear because then what's going to happen is if you know one thing slightly changed, that fear is going to get compounded and it's only going to go sideways from there. So again, track your mentality, reflect on the actions that you took. And what was the approach behind those actions? Um, it's more kind of the individual side. 2020 as a whole, in terms of re-evaluating mistakes that were made, like, did you follow your financial priorities? So, you know, if you set out at the beginning of the year and said, hey, I want to save 15%, were you able to do that? If not, what were the extenuating circumstances or what led to that not occurring, right? So let's say if you were supposed to save 15% and you lost your job, more understandable why you might not necessarily be able to achieve that goal. But let's say you, you did better or you you, made, you kept your job, you got promoted, you got a new job, whatever it might be, and you still failed to do, you know, save your 15%. What happened? And even more important there, are you ready, prepared to take ownership of that? Like that it was, you know, that's such a key like, concept that underpins everything. Are you willing to to take ownership of your life and your actions where if you said, well, you know, I got promoted, I got a nice bonus and, you know, like I said, went out, you know, bought a new car, I, I moved to a fancier apartment, I started, you know, eating out fancier meals, I, you know, took a trip, which that might not be as pertinent to this year as <laughs> past years, but did you, you know, did you kind of subvert your own financial standing by, um, by your own actions? And then are you willing to, can you accept that in course correct from there? Um, and you know, if you're looking back at this last year and you're, well, if you're looking back from today to the beginning of the year and you're in a worse financial position, you know, what led to that? Um, was it, you know, was it COVID layoffs? Was it just, un, you know, unexpected circumstances or was it, you know, n not taking the proper precautions and, and the right actions to ensure that you were in a good spot? So I would recommend spend some time, reflect on what went right and wrong in the year, and that'll lead you to your your learnings for the year. And I think these are going to be personalized to each person. I wrote down some of the ones that were kind of more pertinent you know, to me, uh, but I think these are also very general. I think everyone can, can relate to these, at least in some way. Um, and, you know, just kind of, again, you know, hone in on this, reflect on it, you know, see what you can glean from your own kind of experiences in 2020. But the primary one for me in terms of just lessons learned is emphasize an emphasis on controlling what I'm able to control, right? So um, there's only so many things in life that you do that you can exert control over. It's impossible to, 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 to do them, you know, do them all, right? You couldn't personally stop a pandemic shutting down, you know, the world, right? But there are things that you can manage. You can manage your 
your mindset, your perspective? Are you opportun are you optimistic, pessimistic? Are you, you know, are you willing to take action in an unpredictable and an uncertain environment? Um, even more importantly, beyond that, can you make decisions with incomplete information and trust them? Right? That's almost at no point in life are you going to be able to you know, sit back and say, okay, I now have 100% of the information needed and it's clear that I should go this way. There's always going to be some gray area, some ambiguity there that's going to you know, require a, a bit of guesswork. And, and it's, you know, it's getting yourself comfortable with, with that risk. You could be wrong. But again, what you can control is making as informed of a decision as possible and sometimes you have to trade speed for information, right? Along those lines, I bet I bet we all had grand plans for 2020, right? At the beginning of the year, new decade, new me. That was kind of a big thing that was going around. Um, and, you know, uh, the famous military saying goes, you know, like, even the best laid plans don't survive first contact with the enemy. And in this case, the enemy turned into a global pandemic, right? Which... The only option from there in order to win is to be adaptable, right? Be flexible, adapt to your current environment and, and change your plans accordingly as quickly as possible, right? So, you know, if you think about it, like we saw this with a lot of companies where, you know, <laughs> I guarantee a myriad of businesses that are working remote now never plan for, for a full remote workforce, you know, even as early as or even as late as February 1st of this year right? But they adapted and that's what allowed them to survive. There's a lot of retail businesses that moved to online ordering and, and you know, curbside pickup and things like that, right? And they, they innovated and they adapted to their environment to succeed. And there's other businesses that didn't do it and, and now they're gone, right? And that goes for the same for you as an individual, you know? Were you able to adapt your plans and keep your head above water or capitalize on the year? Or, you know, did you say, well, you know, like, uh, re you know, retail, we're going to, you know, bars are going to come back. Bars are going to come back. I can keep my bartender job and, like, they're going to be back eventually. And now, we're, you know, nine months into it, it's, you know, who knows? Who knows when that's going to be a viable option again, right? So be adaptable. Um, lesson number two for me is the need for emergency plans and just backups in general was 100% validated, right? So I've preached about this in in previous episodes. It's, you know, I consider it one of the, the top financial priority um, besides just covering your basic necessities, but it's having an emergency fund in place, right? This is money that you can easily access and put towards, you know, unexpected expenses, unforeseen, you know, crises, whatever it might be. If, if COVID hasn't highlighted the, the need for that in your life, you know, I'm not quite sure what will, short of you having a very personal major crisis and just flat out being screwed, like to put it bluntly, right? So mission critical to have an emergency fund, but in general, it's always good to plan for contingencies, right? To say like, well, if this happens, what am I gonna do? But the, the big piece with that is as you're as you're developing those contingency plans, make sure you're comparing them against the worst case scenario. And I know I mentioned before, you know, out of 20 worst case scenarios, most companies, most people wouldn't pick a global pandemic, right? Um, but you can still 
you might not know the event, right? You might not know it's a global pandemic that's going to cost you your job for six months, but that doesn't, that's kind of irrelevant in that context, right? You don't need to say, well, if a global pandemic shuts down the economy and I'm not going to make any money for six months, well, then I'm going to do this. That's the wrong way to approach it. Kind of flip those pieces around. Say, if I'm not going to make money for six months, what will I do to stay afloat? Right. And so you can still plan for those worst case scenarios, even if you don't know the exact events. And I emphasize this point because I think a lot of folks, when they're developing those contingency plans, you know, they'll probably like test it against kind of, uh, you know, a full gamut of, of, you know, events, situations that could occur. But let's be real. Most people aren't going to, to hard stress test it against the worst case. They're probably going to say, well, you know, like, I think, I think 2020 is going to be another great year. And like, I'm going to, you know, stay employed. I'm going to get a raise. I'm going to get promoted. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, what my worst case scenario is, maybe I don't get promoted. I got to wait another year, right? Is that really your worst case scenario? Or is that like your middle scenario? Because in my mind, that's a middle scenario. And that's the worst case is, well, now I'm unemployed with no prospects of getting another job or making any money. I have no idea where my next paycheck will come from. And that's the kind of scenario that you want to test your emergency plans against. So that way you're you're going to be in a good position, you know, with if that situation arises, which hopefully it doesn't. But of course, better to be prepared for the worst case. So that way, anything less than that, and you're you're doing even better. Um, last lesson that I have is capitalizing on unique opportunities. And so I already mentioned this, but I missed it in mid-March and early April, the opportunity when the market crashed to get in. That's one, that's one area to capitalize on. But another is just thinking broader. And that's always a good thing, right? As, as we're looking into next year, maybe, maybe the events of 2020 have shown you that maybe you had tunnel vision a bit. And we're so focused on, well, you know, I'll climb this ladder or, well, here's how the way the world works. And here's, you know, like, this is kind of my lane. I got to stick in it, stick with it. But, you know, I would just recommend having that broader perspective, see where the needs are and, and be able to, to, to take advantage, find solutions for those needs. And the nice thing about it is those needs, whether it's individual, communal, um, state level, country level, global level, those needs will are ever shifting. So if you think you missed the boat, you may have missed the boat on one particular aspect of one subset of one overarching need, right? That doesn't mean there's not a thousand more opportunities, maybe in the same industry, maybe even like the same subsection of that in- industry, right? There's always opportunity. So stay focused on that. Um, you know, like, uh, it'd be kind of like if you looked at, at Zoom, right? Like I said, they were ready to go for the pandemic. That was like their almost a dream scenario for them was everybody going remote and it's accelerated their business massively. So, you know, keep an open mind, always look forward, try to look, you know, six months to a year in advance. Like what's, what are we shifting towards? Right. So it's kind of like right now, you're looking at, well, where are we going to be, you know, mid end of 2021? Are we going to be back fully in, you know, in offices? Are we going to be doing a hybrid? Are we still going to be remote? There's opportunities there to, to take advantage of. So 
along with just capitalizing on new opportunities that say just just try new things you know like i said if you got laid off maybe that means you got more time to learn new things and so that's that's always you know always a good thing to try out new things um gain some new skills pick up some passions or you know find your passions pick up some new hobbies anything like that um but as we move into 2021 I got a few areas of focus here that I'll touch on just quickly. I think it's important to um, customize these to yourself, you know, personalize them, what's important to you. But um, here's just some of the ones that, that, I've, that I'm tracking for myself here. So one is just continuing to strengthen the personal financial situation. So whether that means, you know, continuing using emergency measures as long as you need, then discarding them and, and kind of getting back up on your feet, or if it's you're in a position of strength already and now you want to continue to build on it, right? You're building, say you're building a flight of stairs, you got the first four built, you know, maybe take next year to build the next 10 kind of thing. You really wanna just keep compounding that growth. If, um, you know, if you needed some emergency measures to get through the year, one key thing would be to just make sure you got that emergency fund good to go in the event of another crisis or unforeseen um, event that could come up um that's i think uh, a great area to be focused on as, as i know a lot of folks out there are just at a point where you know they've had to deplete their emergency funds just to make make ends meet which that's why they're there but at the same time when you have the opportunity to continue building up that cushion as much as possible another one is there's going to be a lot of new trends in things that come from covid ending so i'm looking at the year like there's going to be you know with the you know, light at the end of the tunnel for for covid i think there's going to be permanent changes i think it would like one for instance is it's crazy to think that we're going to go back to 100 percent of what life was like in from january 1st 2020 right who knows like when you'll be able to go to a sports game with everybody there when you'll be able to go to a grocery store without a mask on um, when you're able to have large gatherings go to a concert things like that right so there's going to be new trends, new opportunities as we're kind of rotating out of COVID into like this new, this new world, new normal reality. So find ways to exploit it, take advantage. Um, last area of focus I'd say is is establishing your financial priorities, both short and long term. So seeing you know what you want to accomplish in 2021, as well as you know what the next three, five, ten years look like. Um, and once you have those financial priorities in place. Uh, just executing on them, right? Taking the right actions, you know, instilling the right habits, the best practices in your everyday life so that you are you are following your plan and that's going to help you reach your objectives um, in the short and long run. So that about covers it for me in terms of kind of the reflective side of 2020. And again, main focus of today's episode was to was to prompt personal self-reflection right and so that you were kind of thinking through your 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 individual circumstances replaying events in your mind taking some notes finding things that you know you may not have like fully fully touched on you know just any any continual learnings any new learnings that you can pull from 2020 and apply moving forward you know, this was a roller coaster of a year, but even though there was a lot of negative aspects, there's definitely there's positives and there's opportunities, right? And the same 
is going to be true for 2021. So if you thought you missed the boat on on you know opportunities for this past year, don't worry. There's going to be plenty of new ones in the new year. And the thing is, they're not gonna they're not gonna look the same, right? The things that you know, opportunities that you could have taken advantage of in 2020 will not be the same next year, right? So um, take your learning lessons, apply them forward. Um, even if it, even if 2020 was one of the worst years of your life, find you know either some silver linings or at a minimum some learning lessons that you can use, and go into 2021 full force with a plan to attack the new opportunities that arise. You know, as always, really appreciate y'all spending the time listening to me. And hopefully this was this was valuable. And hopefully my, my questions and just talking through kind of my perspective on the year and, and the things that I'm evaluating helped prompt some new thoughts in your mind, um, some new ideas. Um, and hopefully, you know, 2021 will be massively better f- for you um, than, um, than 2020 was. So, um, you know, that's certainly what I, what I hope for, for all, for all of y'all out there listening. Um, you know, as always happy to provide, you know, any advice, if you have any questions on anything, you can feel free to, you know, reach out to me. Um, you know, email is grant at capital adulting.com and that's C-A-P-I-T-A-L-A-D-U-L-T-I-N-G, capital adulting. Um, of course we've got the website, um, if you haven't already, please, you know, subscribe, you know, follow, like, rate the podcast, all that fun stuff. Um, and if you like, find us on, on social media, hopefully have some, have some ideas in terms of like giveaways and hopefully some, some neat community items that we can get going, uh, kind of across those platforms in the near future here. But, you know, as we wrap up 2020, you know, I hope you, you have a safe and wonderful kind of end to the holiday season here and approach 2021 with, new energy, new vigor, um, and just attack the year in general. I think that's, that's my mentality is, you know, as I go into 2021, I want to make things happen and make it a fantastic year. So until the next year, I hope, I hope y'all stay safe and uh, I'll look forward to connecting with y'all again shortly here. Take care.